This is the BJ Bus episode number eight. I'm your host, Alexio. And on today's podcast, the Jays beat down the Rays 11 to 2. Also, going to be talking about your favorite outfielder, yes, Kevin Pillar. And on today's prospect watch, outfielder Anthony Alford, double A. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Alexio. This is episode number eight of the BJ Bus. Going to start things off with recapping today's onslaught of the Jays and Rays game as the Jays took them down 11 to 2 in spring training action in Port Charlotte, Florida. Clayton Richard was the man for the Jays today on the bump. He came in and pitched two and two thirds inning, allowing just two runs, getting the W for the Jays. But it was all offense for the Jays today. All of today's Jays runs came in the third, fourth, and fifth innings. In the top of the third, Teoscar Hernandez singled a soft fly ball to left field, scoring an Eric Sogard and Billy McKinney for the Jays' first two runs of the ball game. Lourdes Gurriel scored on a wild pitch to take the lead to 3-0 for the Jays, while Kendrys Morales finished off the inning singling a line drive to left field, scoring Teoscar Hernandez and Justin Smoke for the Jays to lead 5 to nothing. In the bottom of the third, that was the only action that the Rays seen today as Yandy Diaz singled a line drive to right, scoring Nick Solak and Tommy Pham for the Rays. The Jays showed up once again in the fourth as Lourdes Gurriel doubled on a fly ball to left, scoring an Eric Sogard for the Jays to go up 6-2 against the Rays. Hernandez, who was today's player of the game, hit another single on a line drive again to right field, scoring in two more runs for the Jays as the Jays' lead rose to six. Morales followed up Hernandez, and he had a sack fly to center scoring in Hernandez and moving Smoke to third. That was crucial as a wild pitch by Casey Sadler for the race scored in Justin Smoke for the Jays to go ahead 10-2 in just the fourth inning. In the top of the fifth, the lone home run from the game at his first of spring. The man I'm going to be talking about, Superman. Homered to center field. That was it for the Jays as they beat down the Rays 11-2 today. Jays had 13 hits while the Rays followed up with 4 and 1 error for the Rays. And the Jays' bullpen shut the door, allowing no runs and no hits. Today was a great day for baseball down in Port Charlotte. It's my first road game and I loved every minute of it. Jays fans were screaming. Boy, did they take over the stadium. I don't think that I'd be seeing that many Ontario plates. Snowbirds came in today down here in Port Charlotte, Florida. Going to move things along here. And I'm going to talk about your everyday center fielder, the guy who's been on this roster the longest, Kevin Pillar. Kevin's had a rough go in spring as he's batting 167 in 18 at-bats with just one home run and one run batted in. Kevin Pillar is the Jays' longest-tenured Blue Jay, as this is his seventh season with the Blue Jays. And honestly, this is a guy who every single year to be snubbed for a gold glove. 
Last year, once again for the Jays, Kevin Pillar was an absolute defensive stud. For many years now, Kevin has been the Blue Jays' everyday center fielder. But as time goes on, age starts to weather on you. Kevin has also taken on a bit of a leadership role with this team, as he just cracked 30 years old. The thing with Pilar, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. Every game I chat with some of the fans about what their opinions are on the roster this season and, and what we might look towards in the next coming seasons. Quite a few people have said that this could be Pilar's last season. Now, yes, that's going to create an uproar with some fans. We understand that, you know, it's going to be very hard to let go of Pilar, but that's a part of the business. The Jays, like I said, have some incredible prospects coming up through the rankings, some which are outfielders, and guys that they're going to be also pushing to the corner outfield position. This is a very competitive team. And Pilar, his leadership abilities are going to be so detrimental to this team and their success, whether it's this season or next that he leaves. He's going to definitely leave a lasting impact, not only on all the fans' hearts, but also the players. Now, even in an interview with Canadian Press, Pilar even said, He's always felt that he's been capable of being a leader for this team. He sat back and learned from some of the older guys, some of the best leaders for the Blue Jays that they've ever had. I think it's great that Kevin is accepting the role that he's been given with the Blue Jays this season. Now, the biggest thing with Pilar, he's a guy that he'll get you solid doubles. As last season, he did get 40 doubles for the Blue Jays. And the year before that, he was 37. And then the year prior, in 2016, he had 35 doubles. But he's a guy that doesn't walk very much. I mean, in 2016, he walked just 24 times. In the 17, he walked 33. And last year, he walked just 18 times. But if you're a guy who gets on base and, you know, takes balls, considering that he's also been a guy that's been a leadoff hitter for the Blue Jays and slotting in at the two-hole or wherever he may be in the lineup, he does a great job when he does get to the plate. Last season, he did crack 15 home runs, and he brought in 59 ribbies. And the year before that, he, he cranked out 16 and 42 runs batted in. And, I mean, he does have the ability to steal bases as, uh, you know, he's around that average of 14, 15 every season. Pilar is a guy who cemented a special place in all of our hearts as Blue Jays fans. And we'll never forget some of the great plays that he's made for us. With that, it's a changing of the pace. It's a changing of the times. And it's going to be not much longer that we're going to see Pilar in a uniform, whether he retires as a Blue Jay or he moves on to another team. He's a very similar guy to Reed Johnson. Reed was a guy that a lot of Blue Jays fans loved. And, a lot were upset to see Reed move on, but it's a part of the business and it's a part of the game. So if this is Pilar's last season, I want everybody to understand that there are some guys that can come in and maybe not replace his defensive capabilities and steal our hearts the way he did. But ultimately, at the end of the day, the most important thing is, is that we understand that Pilar has had a great legacy in a Blue Jays uniform. He'll go down as one of the best center fielders to ever put on a Blue Jays uniform with the likes of you know, Lloyd Mosby, Devin White, and uh, Vernon Wells. He's going to be one of those guys that, you know, we'll never forget what he's done for this organization. It's definitely going to be a hard thing to see him go, but he still has this season to show his worth and, you know, maybe stick around past the season. He could even be one of those guys like Ichiro playing for the Mariners as a player coach. Moving on, I'm going to talk about the guy who has potential to replace Pilar in center field with Anthony Alford in prospect watch. Anthony's sitting as the Jays' 11th ranked prospect as per MLB.com. And this guy is, is huge. His athleticism is outstanding. And he was considered being a potential first-round pick in 2012. But he fell a little bit, unfortunately, for the Blue Jays. They did pick him up at 112th in that draft because 
Some believed that he would lean more towards playing football rather than baseball. And Anthony Alford, he's fast. When Alford was in high school, he was actually a quarterback. And his 40-yard dash was an astonishing 4.5 seconds. Now, defensively, Anthony Alford is somebody that, you know, like I said, he could replace Coach Pilar. Since joining the Blue Jays organization in 2012, he does have a fielding percentage of 967. So that is something to look forward to. You can replace Pilar with the likes of Anthony Alford and know that you're not losing too much defensively in that aspect. And with his athleticism, and he rounds out, he has the potential of being a great power hitter for the Blue Jays. Last season in AAA ball for the Buffalo Bisons, he hit just five home runs and 34 RBIs. He did swipe 17 bases, and he batted just 240. In 2017, he played with New Hampshire in AA ball. During that season, he's seen 289 plate appearances, where again he swatted five home runs and 24 runs batted in and stole 18 bases. But that year, he batted 310 and had an on-base percentage of 406. He's got a great eye for the strike zone. There's no doubt about it. He has this size to him where if he rounds out his game, he could be a, a hitter that's going to get you know 15 home runs for the Jays and frankly could steal 20 bases. So, you know, I talk about stealing bases as a key part of the game. I'm not like Gabe Kapler who just doesn't send guys out running when you got the tools to do it. I'm one of those guys who believes that you need to steal bases. And I think that Charlie is going to be one of those guys that are, oh, he's going to send runners with what we've seen here in spring training. I'm looking forward to seeing what Alford can do this season in AAA. If he's getting every day at bats down there, which it looks like he will be, that he could be competing next season for a full-time job in the big leagues. He's just got a couple of kinks in his game that, sure enough, he will find his way and he will find his rhythm. And this season in Buffalo, he's going to get every day with those Brink prospects and guys who used to be in the majors. So he's going to get a looks at good everyday stuff. And hopefully he does take the tools that he has and he provides that pop for Buffalo this season. With that, I'm closing off today's podcast. I had a long day today in Port Charlotte, but it was a great day nonetheless. I have to get to the gym because there was no LA fitness and I feel absolutely out of shape. Tomorrow, I am down here in Bradenton as the Jays take on split squad action against the Pirates. Really pumped for my next game. A couple guys that I met today, Colin and Rod, they informed me that Lecom Park is designed after old Pirates Stadium, so I'm really pumped to see that. But I will be back home on Saturday as the Jays take on the Phillies for Bryce Harper's first game in spring training as a Philadelphia Philly. Whoever's going to be on the mound, I hope they strike him out. With that, have a great night. I am going to be announcing tomorrow's baseball winner after the game against the Pirates. So stay tuned for that on Instagram and Twitter. TBJBus, you know the handle. And this is the BJBus. Have a great night, everybody.